recorded on lunch for lunch. You are listening to The Nooner with Adam and Luke, presented by Opinions Anonymous. Welcome, everybody, to The Nooner Podcast, presented by Opinions Anonymous. I'm Adam. I'm here with Luke today. We're going to jump right in. Luke, a couple weeks ago, you spent a weekend in Vegas. First trip. How was it? Vegas was good. It was really a city unlike any other, I think, is the best way to explain it. If you've, if you've been, you know. If you've not been, you, you're, you, you think you know. Uh, a lot more walking than I thought in Vegas, um, which you know wasn't bad. You get to walk off those calories for all those quote-unquote free drinks. Uh, it's a very expensive city. Met a really cool magician out there. He oh, he Jesus. must have watched our. <laughs> I don't have a trick today. I'm working on a good you one. You didn't have a trick last I, time. That's true. I'm working on a good one, but um, yeah, I had a ton of fun. I would definitely go again. I actually did pretty decent gambling. I had some good craps runs. I had some bad craps runs. I got the craps when I got back, so I, I, I don't know if it was related or not. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed Vegas. I. I suggest everybody go at least once, and I will be going again. You Okay, so you went out there with a craft strategy. Did you stick with the strategy the whole time? I did, but here's the thing. I went out there with a craft strategy. I practiced for, at, I don't know, three weeks straight, and I had my strategy. I knew everything about my strategy. I knew how much money to throw out there. Assuming it was a $5 table, and we get out there the first day, and the first table I played was a $15 table, so my strategy has, you know, $42 Tripled. at risk every time. So then my strategy had $126 at risk every time. <laughs> and I very quickly lost money. I hope your uh, wife doesn't watch this. She shouldn't. Um, so, yeah, I, I stuck to my strategy. It was very difficult that first time. And then I found $10 tables. I played one $5 table, and I played for an hour and a half, and I lost $4. Can't say the same about any $10 table that I've played. I either won money or lost a lot of money. So you think on craps overall you came back about even, or did you lose your tail at craps and other games brought you back? I didn't lose my tail, but I, I was down on craps. We'll, we'll take I, that. I he say. lost his tail. Yeah. Let's move on. Big topic today, sign stealing in baseball. There has been two managers fired and one GM fired for this. This was apparently a big deal in the 2017 World Series. And then coincidentally enough, the bench coach from the 17 Astros won the World Series the next year as the coach of the Red Sox, also making people think that the science league may have moved to there. And now that coach was also fired from the Red Sox, who had nothing to do with the initial issue. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you agree with the firings? Is this a fireable offense? Yeah, look, I, here are my thoughts, and they're very simple. If you steal signs, then you need to be fired. You need to be out of baseball. There, there's no point There's no rule in, against it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's no rule against me uh, fucking other women. There's there's not. There's actually not a rule against me fucking other women. But, you know, if I if I chose to do that, I think somebody might be pretty unhappy. It's, it's an unwritten... There's no rule that says I can't cheat on everything I do. My, there, there's not. But you just don't. You don't cheat. I, it's my opinion. That's why we're presented by opinions and honest. I think that if you're cheating in anything, you're you're done. Like you need to be out. And it, 
I think UCF should claim both the 2017 and 18. <laughs> actually, I heard this morning that Los Angeles City Council is actually petitioning to have the Dodgers named World Series champions in both of those seasons. Uh, okay. Would you be okay with your Bengals getting a Super Bowl in the back end? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> would you buy a 1991 Super Bowl champion shirt? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. In the year 2020? Yes, yes I would. <laughs> What are your thoughts on it? You seem to be more okay with it. I because it's something that goes on anyway. Yeah, it shouldn't. It always will. There shouldn't, Whether, there shouldn't be steroids either. If you can't go out there and play an honest game, then what's the point? Yeah, okay. If nobody's on steroids, then the game's gonna suck. Well, not really. The well, pitchers are gonna slow throw slower, so the batters can hit it. And here's my issue. It's the way they did it. If they would have just done it like every other team in baseball does it, because I guarantee you every team in baseball does it, just steal signs any way they can. Don't bring the technology in. Don't bang on the trash can. If a player's on second base, he's stealing signs and send it to the batter somehow. Yeah. If, if, so should he be thrown off the team? Everybody who's on second? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was what on second? And I don't remember. Still, uh, I mean, if something happens in the... I, I don't know. I it, If everybody's doing it, so a second baseman looks over... Looks at the catcher, sees him point his finger down, and it's a fastball, and he goes back to the dugout and says, hey, it, it's a fastball, or mm -hmm. he's he's notifying the batter then, right? He's saying yeah. fastball. Yeah. Um, yeah, then the catcher needs to adapt to that strategy. I don't see anything wrong with that. From what I gather from this, this was a much more robust. I don't think you should be watching every game that the Dodgers played in 2018 writing down all their signs, doing an algorithm, and saying that the probability of them do I don't think you need to do that shit. If you're on second, you can clearly see the pitcher. He's pointing down. It's a fastball. Yeah, hey, hey, buddy, it's a fastball. It's coming. I think that's okay. I think that's more or less what they were doing, though, just with a camera positioned in center field. You No, I think that's where it goes too far. If you have people in the middle of the game, I think that's more strategy than anything. Putting a camera out there is cheating. I think there's a camera out there at every... Well, using like that, yeah, but yeah, using it the way they use it, I agree. That's wrong. Yeah, if I'm smart enough to hide the fact that I'm fucking another woman, then I think <laughs> no, got something on your mind you want to get off. <laughs> no, I, I think there's a difference and there's a line. I think bringing technology into it is way too much. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. Technology too much. You know what? I think they should have been fired. Um, I do agree with that. Just because of their, like you said, their inability to cover up what they're doing. Yeah. Like, do they really think no one's going to notice that you're banging on a trash can every at bat? Apparently they didn't until now. Yeah, they're not trying to hide it very well, apparently. Yeah. So do you think that they should forfeit <laughs> forfeit no. the World Series? I don't think anybody should ever roll them back in and forfeit anything. Yeah. Like, I don't think that any of the forfeitures that happened throughout college basketball, college football, any of that, it makes no sense. You still know, like, Reggie Bush technically didn't win a Heisman. Everyone knows in 2005, he was the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. 2000-something, that might have been wrong. But yeah. he won a Heisman Trophy. I guarantee he still has it. Yeah. They're not going to come Yeah, I, be, I bet it is still on display at his house. If not, he can send it my way and I'll display it. Yeah. Okay, speaking of Heisman Trophy winners, yeah. National Championship was a couple nights ago. I know you had a horse in the race, as you would say. You're looking yeah. for a big show from Big Dick Joe, and I would say he performed. How yeah. excited are you as a Bengals fan? Yeah, so talk a little bit about this on our weekly weekly podcast brought to you by Opinions and Honest, so check that out as well. Uh, 
I feel like I just won the national championship for starters. I this is the closest that since I've been alive I've gotten to a championship, so I'm I'm incredibly excited. I cannot be more thrilled that Big Dick Joe is coming to Cincinnati. I will be wearing Big Dick Joe hats, Big Dick Joe shirts. I'll, I may start smoking cigars. I don't know. Uh, I think Joe Burrow is great. The here's the complaint I have: so many people are mad right now that Joe Burrow is going to Cincinnati. Like this is the first year that the worst team gets the best player. It's it's mind-boggling how many people are absolutely disgraced that Joe Burrow is going to Cincinnati. At the same time, though, I mean it's. The same thing that happens every year. Yeah. Technically, the best player always goes to the worst team. Yeah. People just don't usually see a best player that already looks this good. Yeah, or I, I don't know if it's because people love him and everybody hates Cincinnati, but the people who are complaining that Cincinnati is getting Joe Burrow is is mind-boggling. They're like, Cincinnati does not deserve Joe They just won one game. <laughs> they Two games. They probably deserve Joe Burrow. Let's, let's be clear. So... I, I am so excited. I don't I don't even buy jerseys anymore. I said this on the podcast. I don't buy jerseys anymore. I will buy every color jersey Joe Burrow. Really? I will I will probably buy everyone in my family a Joe Burrow jersey and I will put a mural of Joe Burrow. I if Joe Burrow goes like oh and thirty and a Bengals, it is not his fault. It is everybody else's fault. And I will be the first <laughs> to point it out. Joe Burrow, I am I'm so happy. And I, I would not trade Joe Burrow the number one pick for anything. And, but as a Bengals fan, are you nervous that's exactly what they're going to do? I'm actually not. I, I, I know Allen is is a very big Bengals fan, and he is so nervous that they're going to screw this. I'm not. They cannot. You If you draft Joe Burrow and he sucks, okay, yeah, you, you got unlucky. Still, Pricing is a good draft pick. If you do not take Joe Burrow and he sucks, you're still an idiot, <laughs> and maybe you got lucky, but yeah, you have to take Joe Burrow. Not even close number two? No. Okay. What? So if the trade is something I heard kicked around, what if you get offered Matt Stafford and their number one pick, which I think is the third pick? No. I, I mean, I would tend to agree, but I'm <laughs> trying to trying to put a little fuel there. Let's stick with the national championship and let's talk Odell Beckham Jr., your favorite person. Yeah. Apparently, he was handing out actual money after the game to the players, and the whistleblower on this. Drunk Joe Bur- Burrow on a podcast after he went out after the game. Yeah, so actually breaking news about three minutes before we started this podcast, Odell Beckham, Beckham arrested or has a warrant for his arrest for assault. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's maybe the same night, maybe the next night, I don't know. Odell Beckham is an idiot. I... I don't even I don't even know if you have a question in here. I think he is the <laughs> dumbest fucking person in the world. I have never liked him. I have never thought he's that good. He made one fancy catch that is used and will be used forever. And I don't I don't think he's very good. I said when he went to Cleveland, I didn't think he'd be very good. I didn't think Cleveland would be very good. And I was I was right. I've been wrong plenty of times, but I was right. Uh, I. He's he's an idiot. I don't know why you would do this. It put, it put, if these if these student athletes get in trouble for this, and I'm sure they probably in, will, they will definitely investigate. But it puts them in a really bad spot. Like what? Uh, no, don't give me money, and then it's like a big scene, or he could do something else. I, Odell Beckham just needs to. He needs to be probably out of the league. Go home with Des Bryant, and I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm done with Odell Beckham, and I think he's. He's an idiot. He's causing issues for these kids who are, are exactly. trying to do, to, to do exactly. good. 
And I'm, I'm guessing he sees it as like a kind gesture. He was just being nice, giving these kids money. And sure, that is nice. Do it when Throw the not, money on the ground and tell them where to go pick it up. Or do it when there's not a billion cameras around. <laughs> yeah. These kids are getting money, let's be honest. But you don't have to do it when there's a million national... Like, you're on national TV. One, you're Od Odell Beckham Jr. Two, you're on the field just after the national championship. So there's cameras everywhere regardless. They're going to focus in on you because you're an alumni. You're there to celebrate. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. I, I don't think that's in his arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like asking him not to breathe. Exactly. So, yes, let's get Odell out of here. Let's give these kids a break. and. But that's what's going to happen is the NCAA is going to come down. Now, I there's really no way to prove it was real money. Unless they follow each person who was handed money and watch them spend said money, they can never confirm that that was actual money. So I don't know that they're going to get in trouble there. But this could open up a whole new list of issues for the university. Yeah, do you think this is why some of the players are declaring? Um, I mean, I think that's dollar signs in their head, but okay. possibly. Yeah. I mean, they could have sanctions. They may not be playoff right. eligible next year. They may... Things yeah. could come down from this very quickly and very easy. NCAA does not care. They will sanction yeah. for the stupidest shit. Yep. So, I mean, maybe that is a factor in some of them. All right. They just finally got handed $1,000 and realized, hey, this could be great. This could be... I could have a lot more of these. Yeah. But I did hear something as like 20 of the 22 starters from LSU have NFL, like probability yeah and it might be the same from clemson yeah which i don't doubt i think that's probably a larger issue with college football that i, I don't know maybe it's do you think it's an issue or not uh, the the best players in 2020 will go to lsu clemson and alabama is that an issue no i mean yes but no i mean college football is never going to be the sport that like a college basketball is there's just, you know, like the two to three teams every year that are going to be there. So that's where the players are going to go because there's so many positions. There's something like 85 scholarship athletes on each football team. Right. Basketball, you get like 13 scholarships. So they have to spread out. Football, they don't have to spread out. They can all pile into this two, three programs. And yeah, sure, you'll get the occasion. Like Baylor is really good this year. You'll get those type of schools every couple of years that have good a good team and you get them for three years mm -hmm. which is way different than basketball so just you build something and then you just keep pouring it on like i, I mean joe burrow was buried on ohio state's roster and look what happened yeah. yeah he gets there's a ton of really good players out there that aren't getting playing time because of the school they choose to go to originally yeah. uh, he went to ohio state well he's an ohio kid so that makes right. sense but he got buried on the depth chart so he made the good decision he left look out look what happened a lot of those players don't make that decision. They right. stay, they stick it out, and they may have lost an NFL. Yeah. I mean, you they may have lost their job because of it. Yeah. yeah. So I think they should spread out a little bit, but I think it's the three-year commitment that maybe scares them. They don't want to be on a shitty team for three years when they right. can be on a national contender and maybe play one of those three And that's years. a little bit different in the NBA as well, or in, in college basketball as well. They are only stuck for one year. Yeah, you and then, can... then you can opt out. You can basically go to ben class... Ben Simmons. Yeah. yeah. You can go to class for one semester, not go to class. You're not ineligible until after the NCAA tournament anyway. You're out. Yeah. Football players, they have to at least get C average, technically, for, you know, three and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. So it's different. Yeah. But but that's why they're picking the school, because they have to be there for a few years. So go somewhere that you know in those three years you have a high probability of getting a national championship. Right. 
you have anything else you'd like to talk about? I think that's it today. I mean, we record at noon. At noon. For you to listen at noon. For you to listen to at noon. Hopefully you've enjoyed. And we actually have another one coming for you this week. We're going to drop two. Ooh. Nice teaser. I'll be in charge of the next one, so... It sucks. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Opinions Anonymous, mate. The podcast that reminds you everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Cheers.